is Jeff Kuhn, and here's a summary of my new book, Blue Sky Lightning, How to Survive and Thrive When Life Blindsides You. It's a story about hope, perseverance, persistence, and resilience. My burn injury story, which will read like fiction, happened about 25 years ago. I had graduated from Dartmouth College, earned my MBA from Northwestern University's Kellogg School of Management, and was working for a top commercial real estate developer. Then this. About 30 years ago, I was severely burned over 80% of my body, and my emergency room doctors in Dallas at the University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center told my family I had no chance of surviving. But... Thanks to the hard work of two of the most gifted burn doctors in the world and an incredible desire to survive, which we all possess, I started to turn the corner after a few days in the intensive care unit. I must not forget to thank the brave men and women of the Dallas Fire Department who stabilized me and brought me to Parkland Hospital, which fortunately has one of the best burn units in the world. Fast forward two years and 18 major surgeries later, I was back on my feet and stronger than ever. My first wife had left for greener pastures, although she did leave me a check for $300 before she deserted me. But I still had my loyal and faithful yellow Labrador retriever, Sparky. Sparky was with me through the 24 months of very painful and rigorous physical therapy, and she will always hold an extremely special place in my heart. She lived for 15 and a half years. I was perfectly healthy for the next year and a half, but then lightning struck again. I came down with some sort of neuromuscular disease, which caused more pain than the burn injuries. Doctors were baffled because they all said they had never seen anything like it. Once again, I was told I was going to die because my nervous and muscular systems were self-destructing simultaneously. On the inside, I was saying, you've got to be kidding me, not again. The pain was, is truly impossible to describe, but I kept fighting as long as I could. The head of the Texas Neurological Society told me he thought my illness was some sort of new disease, and no one has ever been able to put a name on it. It very well could have been a complication from my extensive burn injuries and numerous surgeries, but no one knows for sure. We'll fast forward again two years, and by then, the illness had finally left my system. These two near-death experiences took more than four years of my life from me and wiped me out financially, but I'm much stronger mentally and physically as a result of living through these ordeals. I met many amazing medical professionals and patients along the way, including the amazing Dr. Rod J. Rorick, who wrote the foreword for my book, and there's so much more to my story than the details I provided here. Two years in the burn in a burn compression suit, going bankrupt, standing in unemployment lines. These stories are left to wait for another day. I'm definitely not Marshall Goldsmith, but I do have a story that is unique and hopefully inspiring to others. No matter what difficulty you're facing or will face, you do have the power inside you to persevere and make it to the other side of a serious setback. The main takeaway from my story is that any major comeback in life may require a significant amount of time to accomplish, as well as a laser-like focus on your ultimate goal. Following my burn injury, I had to go to physical 
be at the hospital every day for a year, and then it took another year of self-guided workouts to totally recover and regain the full use of both of my arms. I also had 11 surgeries during this period, and each surgery required a seven-day stay in the hospital, and I wasn't allowed to leave my bed while hospitalized. You must fight through the pain and push back against any thoughts of quitting, because anything less than 100% success is not acceptable. It's not easy to carry this positive attitude day after day, but you will never experience a greater feeling of joy than the moment you realize you finally reached the finish line. I now enjoy tremendous health and the world's greatest son, so the long journey was well worth it. Life is good. I intended on writing about these events many years ago, but I decided to wait for the right time. First, though, I had to answer the obvious question, why did I survive? Why was my life spared? I'm a religious person, so help from above was certainly a possibility, but there were many individuals I met in the burn unit who seemed more worthy of a miracle than me. Was I destined to do something incredibly special that would help make the world a better place? Well, that hasn't happened yet, so I hope my story will give at least one person the strength to persevere through their unique hardship. The key to my story happened one day during my initial two-month stay in the intensive care unit. I was about one week away from being discharged when both of my burn doctors arrived in my room. They stood at the end of my bed, and it seemed like they had some sort of bad news to deliver. I was right. They were usually very jovial, but today their mood was quite somber. They told me I had somewhere between a 7 and 10% chance of ever being able to lift my arms more than a few degrees past the sides of my body, roughly maybe four or five inches. I had already undergone five surgeries, and I thought I was safely on my way to a full recovery, so this news came out of the blue and was a complete shock. I had trouble moving in my bed, but I leaned forward as far as I could, and I told them, this isn't acceptable. I began to explain why I was angry when both doctors started to smile. I didn't understand, so I asked them why their demeanor suddenly changed. They then told me their visit with bad news, which was all true, was a test to see how I would react to what would certainly be viewed by me as a catastrophic prognosis. They had to deliver unpleasant information like this to burn patients every day, so they knew what the typical response would be. They told me over 90% of patients would begin to cry and give up. They wanted to see if I had the fight in me, which would be necessary to endure 11 more surgeries and many additional months of rigorous physical therapy and workouts. I told them I was ready for the surgeries and all the hard work, and I promised to return in a year and dunk a basketball for them to see. They laughed and said that's all they needed to hear. I never did go back to visit them, and I can't even dunk, even though I'm six feet four inches tall, but I did regain the full use of both of my arms a few centimeters each day. I'm not Superman, but I did and still do have an incredibly strong desire to survive. I also have a very good sense of humor, which, is, which was extremely helpful during some of the bleakest periods. Like anything in life, there's no perfect right time. If you want to accomplish something, do it now. And do it better than anyone else has ever done it. Make sure and fight the good fight. Two questions I often get asked about my book are... What have you learned about yourself from sharing your story?
Well, sharing my story in a book form has helped many people successfully make it through their own battles. I don't want anyone to quit when life gets difficult. You can win even if the odds are stacked against you. Never give up. The fight is worth it. I've learned my story can truly help others, which is incredibly rewarding. The second question, what is your biggest dream? Well, I hope my book will lead to a successful motivational speaking career so I can help many more people who are suffering. As I said, I have now written a book about my journey called Blue Sky Lightning, How to Survive and Thrive When Life Blindsides You. It's available on Amazon Books via my website, which is blueskybolt.com. It's all one word, B-L-U-E-S-K-Y-B-O-L-T dot com, blueskybolt.com. And I want to wish all the very best to my fellow burn victims and burn survivors because I think of you every day. And I hope my book will bring help to all those who are facing adversity. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard. And we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time. 